Hello and welcome to the new podcast, A Sailor and a Philosopher Walk Into a Bar. Here we've got Louise and Bieta. We've been friends since middle school. And in this podcast, we get together and we just talk about all the crazy things that are happening in the world and all the bizarre ways that despite our very different career paths, uh, we have kind of ended up on similar tracks today. Enjoy. So, how's it going? Uh, terrible, but you know, that's pretty normal. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on terrible? No, it's just who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> so, same old, same old? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I am extremely exhausted from everything, so also normal for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been a very intensive December for me. Yeah. What what have you been up to? I mean, I'm really sick of being a graduate student, so I am attempting... (laughs) To, it, it seems like every time I talk to you, you're, you're pretty sick of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're this semester is starting my seventh year, and that's like seven years or so too many. <laughs> oh, man. You're about to graduate Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my powers are not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is a... It's, it's time. I mean, it's been time for a while. I was just kind of, you know, job market, trying to play the game and make sure that I like had some income along the way. Um, but because I want to work on empowerment through thought, because I'm just over, I mean, I'm just over like not having my PhD. Like I basically earned the PhD at this point. I just haven't defended, but the defense is not it's not a test. It's not like you can fail unless you did something radically wrong. So it's basically (laughs) all formality at this point. Yeah. So I have been aggressively writing the last chapter of my dissertation, Mm -hmm. um, which it existed in a form at the start of the month, but now I have a full draft of it. And I have, um, I wrote like fucking like 14 pages in one day this week. Jeez, dude. <laughs> Which was bonkers. I mean, I, I'm used to writing a lot, but not writing like the kind of words that go into an essay. It's like a lot of words of like, I hate writing. I don't want to be doing this. Everything sucks. I guess I should think <laughs> about my paper. And then like maybe like one idea comes out of that. <laughs> oh, that was a lot. Um, But I got the full draft together and my advisor is being a bit slow. So he hasn't gotten me comments back, which is fine because I'm also working on empowerment through thought stuff, which is that's why I'm so tired though. Like I spend two days of the week, like destroying myself, trying to finish this chapter. And then I spend the rest of the week um, working on content for empowerment through thought. So Mm it's fun. Tons of fun. (laughs) Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of stressing though, because next week is Christmas. Yay, Christmas. But um, it's a shorter work week. And when I was young and, you know, like you had to, you had less school to go to during like a holiday week and you were like, this is the best. But now as an adult, it's like, no, I have less time to do the same amount of work. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's dance stressful. I'm I'm like considering just not working on my dissertation next week because it's like I need to do the dissertation and I'm really done. Like I just want to be done with everything, but I also actually care about empowerment through thought at this moment. So that makes me want to go work on that more and worry less about the citations I need to take care of in my paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's my, that's my tired. How's, how's the Christmas season treating you guys? Uh, you know, it doesn't feel like Christmas, but it kind of feels like that every year, but even less this year, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the pandemic's not making, you know, it's hard to be, like, joyful when thousands of people are dying every day. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, I guess uh, for me, uh, the the only thing, one of the only things that makes it, make it feel like Christmas is that, like, when I go to the mall and everything's all holiday-like, and I just haven't been going to the mall because of obvious reasons, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've been watching. We recently upgraded our YouTube to premium so it doesn't have commercials. Um, yeah. And we've been watching these like relaxing atmosphere videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like a lot right now of like a cozy winter cabin with it's like snowing outside and there's a Christmas tree and you have a cup of hot cocoa that never gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, dude! You know what else makes it feel like Christmas? Hmm. Man hating Lifetime movies. <laughs> I used to, I used to like pay for cable specifically only around like November and December just so I could watch Lifetime. That's amazing. <laughs> Have you seen the their weird fucking like KFC mini movie? Like, no oh no i did see that i i haven't watched it but i saw a commercial for it. that is so freaking weird like what is happening um marketing <laughs> <laughs> like and i'm all for absurd marketing but damn like and i made a comment on facebook because i haven't been posting much lately but i posted that i had to and i was like look i'm all for absurd marketing but like damn but also, I guess we should have seen something like this coming after they, they released the KFC uh, fire log. Mm, and, um, yeah. And then somebody else commented, like, oh, yeah, plus the dating sim, plus the, I think there was a book where, like, you date Colonel Sanders or, like, I don't know, the dating sim was, like, a, a thing where you date Colonel Sanders. So it's, like, it's been this whole thing. So th this was a long time coming. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not see it coming. <laughs> you know, um, and I think because I really want KFC now. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> yeah, I know like KFC is really big for Christmas in like Japan. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like they're trying. They like want to be that here. But their best <laughs> shot is to be a lifetime movie. <laughs> I was hoping it was like a full-on movie. It's like a 16-minute thing. And I don't know. There's not really much to it. It's just funny. Like, It's just funny that they even did it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's good to find humor where we can at this moment in time. <laughs> you saw that Mario Lopez plays Colonel Sanders, right? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> marketing is both amazing and horrifying at the same time. <laughs> I was looking at a like collaboration today with Happy Planner, which is a kind of um, paper planner and Disney. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I should want this. Like this, there's Mickey Mouse and there's Minnie and then there's like a whole princess series. And like, I don't want it. I just don't want it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, it's, it's hurting my, my inner capital. Like, I just, I don't want it. And like, I should want it. And so I was like looking yeah. through the things and there was like one product that I was like, okay, this one makes sense which has to do with like the binding of the planners and like they're interchangeable. So like if I had these, they're like plastic discs that have Mickey Mouse's head cut out of them. Um, oh. <laughs> I could reuse that in a lot of different places. So I'm like, okay, this one makes sense. But the other crap was just like, just not feeling Mickey Mouse right now. That's just not, that's not the vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, so thanks to you, I know more about planners now than I should. And um, someone had posted in the uh, Moms in the Military Facebook group, like, oh, like, I, I, I'm looking for a planner. Does anyone, like, is anyone into planners? And someone, like, commented, like, oh, yeah, I love Erin Condren. And I was like, no. Jesus. Oh yeah, no, Aaron Aaron Condren makes makes my stomach churn, but I, it's still around. It's so freaking around. Like there are grad students who I'm friends with on the internet who still use Aaron Condren supplies, and I'm just like, come on! Like you're getting your doctorate. You you know, unfortunately, it's often people of color that like. So I'm obviously like not going to go tell them something that would not be appropriate, but. <laughs> It just makes me sad that I'm like, don't help the systems that are actively hurting when it's this obvious. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't tell people of color how to live their life. That's, you know, my, my ancestors did that for too long. So we're not going into that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I did have, speaking of ancestors, I did have a disturbing encounter that was also delicious with my father. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, so I've been no contact with my father for like a year and a half now because he got abusive and I don't got time for that. So I like haven't talked to him a couple months ago. He sent me like he creeped on us because we moved. So he didn't know my address, but we share a grocery thing. And so he could see my address. So he creeped on that. And he sent me this piece of mail and I didn't open it. I had my partner open it and it was like a Halloween card. It was a very over the top, ridiculous, like pop up haunted mansion card, um, which I didn't even see. Like Jeremiah opened it and he read it and he was like, it's dumb. And then he threw it away and that was that. Okay. So fast forward, it's now Christmas time. And in my family, uh, there is a tradition that we would um, give usually grandma, but sometimes, you know, it's just like the most senior person in, in the group of people you're going to be spending Christmas with, um, a box of C's candy, mm -hmm. which is, uh, kind of C's candy is fairly commonplace in California, but it's actually pretty rare out here. Like it's hard to get. Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my father sent me three pounds of C's candy. <laughs> 
so much candy. Because you're the most senior. <laughs> no, I don't know what's happening. But it's so much C's candy. So, I mean, there was like a note with it that I was like, well, okay, so this toxic person is sending me chocolate. I think he's trying to date me now. That's weird. And <laughs> I was like, okay, um, screw that. I'm not going to read the note. I'm not going to deal with like whatever psychological manipulation is happening here. But fuck yeah, I am eating that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so As you should. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let three pounds. I mean, it's so big. Like I've never even seen a box this big. Like... Uh, cause you know, we're not rich. My, that side of my family, we're, we've been, um, you know, working class, maybe, I mean, culturally we're working class. My grandfather was retired early from being a civilian air force employee. Mm -hmm. Um, so he, he got to retire very early on and he, there were really good benefits at the time. So he lived probably more middle class. And so did my dad, um, for a lot of his later life, like after like 55, I think he, he got to retire. So mm -hmm. there was like, it was a bit more middle class toward for the second, the second stretch there. But for the most part, we lived working class. Uh, so like we didn't buy the three pound box. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were the one pound box, maybe half a pound, depending on, you know, how rough a year it was. <laughs> yeah. So... That was crazy. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I don't know. Do you have any, like, gift-giving traditions in your family? No. And I was actually just thinking about how, like, I didn't know until recently that, like, kids got more than one present from their parents on Christmas sometimes. Mm. I I usually only ever got one, if that. Sometimes it was an IOU, so mm. you know. <laughs> but Yeah. Have you kept up that tradition with Catherine, or does she get more than one from you? No, she, she usually gets more than one, but um, I don't get her a lot of things. I, I, I try to go for... Um, quality over quantity so mm. like i'll get her like one or two things but they'll be like really really good things so yeah so that's kind of my partner like jeremiah has that strategy um he mm -hmm. likes to get like what like you know like a computer like something kind of big um expensive and then there's just like one or two of those and that's kind of his christmas presents um yeah but I tend to be the opposite school of thought. So, like, I'll go to the dollar store and buy 20 things and individually wrap each one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, when I was a kid, I always I liked the experience of just like, oh, there's another one under the tree. Oh, there's another one under the tree. It's a little bit dumb when you're an adult and you're the one having to wrap all of the things. But I feel <laughs> so, uh, but now it's it's not Dollar Tree things. It's it's uh, designer stickers. That's, that's where yeah, we okay. landed. <laughs> which you know it's it's not it's not bad. They're a little more fragile, so you have to wrap them in things. But this mm -hmm. this year is super weird because we did a lot of our shopping on Black Friday because um, like in general we were trying to go harder on the small business things and yeah. The reason I don't like shopping small business stuff online is, is usually shipping. Like I just, I get mad when I'm paying more 
for shipping than I am for the thing I'm buying. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of smaller shops had like discounts that basically paid for the shipping, um, which solves a lot of my problems. So <laughs> we did a lot of Black Friday shopping, but like I'm, you know, I have planners and stuff and I'm generally an organized person, but I don't track the online orders I make like at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me neither. Like, things just show up at my door, and I'm like, oh, what a surprise. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's what I that's what I thought might be the, the case with the box that the Seize Candy came in. I was like, oh. Oh, you thought it was, like, a mystery thing from you? <laughs> to you from you? <laughs> and Jeremiah figured it out before I did. He was like, don't look at it. <laughs> and I was like... Is it a Christmas present? He's like, yeah, from somebody you don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have one present that it's that got to, I mean, technically it was supposed to be a, an order that had one thing for me and one thing for Jeremiah, but then I wanted the purple one. So they're both for me now. And <laughs> I have been like so excited. It's like we bought a lot of miscellaneous things and like um, I'm really into cups like insulated cups and just like all kinds of, of glasses and um, water bottles. And like, I just love that shit. I don't know why. It like does not make sense. I don't need 20 water bottles. I have 20 water bottles. I have two water bottles right now on my desk that are both like. Dude, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I too have very many water bottles and like all kinds of containers. I have like this reputation for being the container lady. So, <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> it's so satisfying for some unknown reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was stressing out about this, this order. Cause like the cup's so freaking cool. It's like, it's from Brewmate. Do you know Brewmate? No. <laughs> um, it's like a, it's like a convertible cup thing. So you can put like a can in it and it keeps it cool and oh, it, okay. it can convert to have like a different sized can, I think, in it. And then you can take the can parts out and then it's just like a 16 ounce, um, like, like insulated coffee cup kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like this cool, like color changing shit. I was just so freaking excited <laughs> about it. And like, it got, I'm not entirely sure where it was shipping from, but it got like stuck in shipping for a long time for, for like a lot of days. So the company started emailing us because, you know, this was like their big batch of Black Friday orders. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, we'll contact these people. And like, we think they're going to make it, but we're not sure. And then like, I was starting to stress out because I, you know, I wasn't even tracking it. I didn't know there was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> So I just started to freak out. I was like, oh my God, Mimi, my cup is not coming. <laughs> so it's better now. It's in Indiana. Um, it's in my okay. state. So I think it's going to make it. I mean, it wasn't even that important if it showed up on Christmas. It was to me. Like it wasn't, you know, we weren't giving it away. But I just was like, why are you causing panic? <laughs> <laughs> when you otherwise wouldn't have been paying attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh but oh god <laughs> i was just gonna say like I, I you know i i'm still excited about it but like i think like all of that just made the excitement a little bit less because now i i have like too many feelings like there was stress <laughs> yeah now you're aware it's late if it, if it had just arrived late you wouldn't have even like <laughs> known <laughs> 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever um like back any projects on Kickstarter or like um any of those those kinds of sites? Oh my god. Six hundred dollar <laughs> incredibly amazing chair. That's what I backed on Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It looks, Did you get it? No, it's, it's gonna take like fucking eight months or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I'll like back projects, and I'll I completely forget about it, and then like a year later, I get this package, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's the prep deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so I'm so freaking pumped for this chair, though. Like, it's like a transformer. Like, you can sit in it in like twenty different ways. And like, it's got, I don't know, it's, it's fucking got everything. Like I, I showed it to Jeremiah and I was like really sheepish. Like this is a really expensive thing I'm looking at. And yeah. he like, he looked at it for like five minutes and he was like, yep, buy it. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but we've been having some, you know, we're old and now we work from home and we, we do have good chairs, but um. You know, we don't have that many good chairs. And even a really good chair, if it's the only chair you have, eventually becomes, like, less good of a chair. Right. <laughs> so so we're, we're going to get that bad go up guy probably by the time neither of us are working from home anymore because everything has changed. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, well, you know, you know, you never know. This, this might just be life now, so... <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm a little bit worried for us because, you know, like the vaccine's coming out and that's great. I'm super excited. I'm glad there's a vaccine. I'm glad there looks like there's more than one because the Pfizer thing looks good and so does the Moderna thing. But like the the fact like the vaccine, everyone getting the vaccine isn't exactly like fixes this forever. Like the situation's a little bit complicated where we still need to have like very serious precautions for an extended period, even though some people are getting the vaccine. Cause we need like 70 or 80% of us to like get the vaccine in order for us to not be able to spread the thing effectively. Mm -hmm. So like, we still kind of need to act like this for a while. And like, we're not even very good at acting like this when it's clearly necessary and thousands of people are dying. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Is it going to help? I mean, yes. Yes, it's going to help. But, like, I'm worried for a short term about how we're going to deal with it. <laughs> but, I don't know. That's just me. I, I worry for us. I don't do anything about it. I mean, I stay home. That's what I do. I, I don't participate in any activities that are going to perpetuate the problem. That's That's the best I can do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I heard that the Bay Area just went into like a really more like much more serious lockdown. Are you guys in full blown shelter in place mode or is that not San Diego's position? I think when we went to purple a couple of weeks, I thought I kind of thought that was like full on but then like the week after like we got we all got like emergency alerts on our phone saying like we were in a more serious thing and I was like I thought we were already in the most serious thing and <laughs> apparently not and then um shoot now now like the news is saying that they're like we're, we're down to like zero percent availability like for ICU beds and I'm like I just really thought that we were already at the worst and just keeps getting worse than the worst. So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't even know anymore. 
Yay, it's fun how that works. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't be 2020 if we didn't go out with, like, finding new levels of hell to exist in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're pretty pretty scarce on resources out here, too. Like, freaking my partner, like, it snowed. Um, It didn't snow super bad here. They're, like... Around us, it snowed worse than here because uh, climate change is making our area a lot nicer than it used to be. So, <laughs> yay. Um, <laughs> but it, so it snowed some, but m- more importantly, like the, the when it only snows a bit, it can actually be a bit more dangerous for ice. Um, mm, yeah. So my partner needed to like run some errands for work and these were not super urgent. Like they need to get done, but... mostly he had planned in his head that he was going to do it on the day where the road was icy. (laughs) And like, okay, I'm going to totally make fun of him right now. But like, he thinks, okay, this man is not very confident driving anyways, because he grew up in New York City and you just use the subway there. Like you don't need to drive very much. Yeah. But like this one time he drove to Vermont when it was snowy and he now believes he can handle any kind of weather in the in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so we now have this running joke where like, well, this one time I drove to Vermont, so I can obviously jump off of buildings and survive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Last night when he was planning his, you know, tomorrow, or which which turns out to be, like, what he would have done during working hours today, which, it, like, it probably w- would have been okay, because it really wasn't very icy by the time the sun was up. Um, It was really, like, if you had to have driven to work at five in the morning, you would have maybe had some ice. But, like, you need to go to Goshen, which is, like, not right next to us. Like, that's a good... 45 minute drive and you have to go on roads that are more high speed, which obviously ice and high speed are not friends. So I was just like, okay, so you think that you, you can totally handle this. No problem. You nothing to be worried about, but you think that like people are really stupid for going outside and not wearing masks and just like not following safety protocols for COVID. And I was like, see, these are kind of, they're not equally dumb. But, like, they're kind of dumb in the same way, right? Like, <laughs> you know, humans are really bad at risk assessment. And I don't know, maybe maybe some people reason the same way my partner does about COVID. Like, they just say, well, one time I drove to Vermont, so I can't get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did not do that thing. He's going to do it tomorrow. It's supposed to be, like, 38 tomorrow. Like, it's... It's a warm day for this time of year tomorrow, so it's going to be fine. We're also going to go try to get a Christmas tree tomorrow. That's going to be our big thing because we really want to do it during the week, like a weekday. We don't want to go on the weekend because I'm scared of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we're kind of running out of weekdays before Christmas, and we're going we're gonna to try. You have to like go to an actual place here. Like it's not very reliable to go to like Lowe's or those kind of places because their stock just sells out really fast. Mm-hmm. So we've got to go to like a Christmas tree lot kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to hopefully get that done tomorrow. We have a black Christmas tree up that I talked about, I think, in our last episode. That's up in yeah. the sun room. But we want a real tree for our living room. So we're going to try. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but we've had some some recent developments on the animals that should not be living in my house, but are front. <laughs> I think I talked about like, we had this little mouse problem um, yeah. before and I had like mice freaking staring right into my eyes, like getting on the couch and looking into my soul and being like, hey, I live here now. <laughs> And, like, little mice jumping from cushion to cushion, which is still, like, that is, like, fucking scarred into my mind. I will die with the image of this little mouse jumping across my cushion. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, we got the Orkin Man, and, and the Orkin Man came, and he set up some some traps and put some bait, like, to make them go crazy or something. And um, we we have killed, like, seven mice now. And, oh, my God, that's a lot of mice. And I don't do anything gross in our household because I just don't – I don't have the stomach for it. Like, if I do something gross, I, like, won't want to eat for, like, a day because I just – I don't know. It's just – it's not for me. So <laughs> – <laughs> but my partner doesn't – his sense of smell is not that great. And he has a really strong stomach for all gross things. Like, he's just, like, gung-ho about it. So he cleaned up – like our couches because our cat these little creatures were living like or at least spending a lot of time in our couches so there was like mice remnants and he found like one that had like gotten in a trap and then it had gotten like stuck under the couch and like oh my god so so bad i didn't see any of it he let me go upstairs and i was playing with stickers <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> So I was I was very privileged that I didn't have to be on the front lines of that. But he cleaned up all that stuff. Um, and we had the Orkin Man come again. And this time I preferred the Orkin Man that came to the guy that came last time because this was a this was a gentleman that was like less chatty, like less Midwestern chatty, like more more like somebody you might expect to see in San Diego who's just kind of more to the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not like a jerk like the people in New York. So like <laughs> better, better for me. So we've been hearing like noises in our attic though. And we were like, well, maybe the mice are in the attic. And like the dude was like, oh, well, can I, can I see in the attic? Like, is it accessible? And we have a mostly redone attic. It's just like the sides of the, like there's like kind of like a crawl space you can go into on either side of our attic, but like the main part of the attic is redone. Um, mm -hmm. So we were like, yeah, sure. You can go up there. And we showed him the thing and like, he took one look and he was like, you have birds. What? Uh, you have birds. birds. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I'm sure got a lot of value for what you paid for that house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, there was, like, there was remnants of a cat. Like, there was, like, cat, like, ancient cat poop or something. Oh, man. Because, like, probably the cat that lived here, because we think the last owners had a cat because they cut a hole in the door that goes to the basement that, like, is the size of a cat to go down, because they probably had the litter box down there. Mm -hmm. um, but... That cat probably had snuck into the attic trying to hunt the birds. <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, so, you know, you have birds. That's not great. But, like, if the birds can get in, the bats can get in. Oh, God. And I was like, bats? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And like, I have been around bats some because um, right, my father's an archaeologist. And so some of the sites we would go to, like not the actual place we were digging, but we would have to like use some spaces um, at like the kind of like the administrative buildings. Um, okay. So my dad does Spanish colonial stuff. We would work at the California missions. We would, we would be, you know, these are very old buildings and they, they sometimes had attics and we would be able to like store some of our stuff up there. Right. Mm -hmm. Some of them had bats, <laughs> <laughs> like bat poop. Oh my God. Bat poop. So gross. So smelly. <laughs> Everything is bad. Everything is bad. So <laughs> I, you know, you're you're the reason that I know that guano is bat poop. Like you're the one that taught me that word. I don't know if you knew that. But like, I mean, our our middle school right principal principal was named Mr. Guano. Yeah, so he was Mr. Guano. Yeah, <laughs> I still think of that every time I I come across bat poop in my life, which is apparently a lot. <laughs> so. The organ man can't help us with those issues. We have to like get a roofer to go basically attach chicken wire to the possible holes that the birds and the bats and the, the, the cats, I don't know, just probably the birds and the bats are getting into. Um, there wasn't evidence that we currently have bats, but like it's a concern because bats might join the party. So that's terrifying. Oh, and then like extra bonus. Are you ready for the bonus fact? There's more. There's more. <laughs> oh, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> so we've not like I've never gone into the space. Like I peeked in when we first like were were looking at the house, but like I don't like gross things, and it's kind of gross in there. So like I just didn't I didn't do it. The freaking orchid man wanted to peek at the ground. Like he was, I think he was like looking for droppings or something, and. He he messed with one of the floorboards in the in this part of the attic and it came open like it was intentionally cut and he lifted it up and there are two fucking vials of some something what <laughs> that he found I mean maybe they just look like dried up clumps of dirt or or grass or like the, and there's labels on it that kind of make it seem like they were collecting information about the animals that are living in the house <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. Well, at, least, at least it's like dirt and stuff. When you said vials, I automatically thought like vials of blood. <laughs> I mean, these are like prescription medicine bottles that like have some of the information taken off and are just like samples of something that's uncomfortable and shouldn't be in my attic. <laughs> yeah. So. That was freaking disturbing. So I, we didn't know what to do with it. And like the orchid man didn't think we needed to call the police or something. So they're now awkwardly sitting in, in like, they, we didn't put them back. I don't know why we didn't do that, but we didn't do that. So now they're just sitting on like our bookshelf upstairs. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed like, I don't, I don't want any part. I don't want any part of this. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah, I'm not. Why? Why? Why do I have mice? Why do I have birds and bats and vials? <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's like um. There was this show I was watching a few months ago. It's it was one of those like house flipping shows, right? Mm -hmm. And um, 
there's this like really like nasty house and they go into the garage and there's like this mystery box mm-hmm. and the dude just opens it up without like looking at the label and he's like oh what's all this like dirt stuff and then he like then he like reads the labels and he's like holy shit it's someone's ashes <laughs> <laughs> so they contact uh they contact the lady whose house it used to be and they're like oh yeah and she's like oh yeah that's my husband the garage was his favorite place so that's where i put it it was intentional (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) yeah so things have not gotten that weird so that's nice yet <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> next week uh, yeah so we have to we have to figure out all that crap so that's that's fun we we have not dealt with it i just I, like how do you even start and we were like asked the organ guy we were like so do you know like a roof or like how do we fix this problem and he was like well i know like three and they're all currently unemployed because covid sucks Oh, man. (laughs) I was like, awesome. That's very helpful. Thank you. (laughs) So, but we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out either because we have to or because we start becoming more responsible than we are. One of those two things is gonna happen. (laughs) But, oh, I just, I don't like we need, we need, we still haven't gotten a pet. We were supposed to get a dog. I don't know. We like applied to the Humane Society and they were basically like, we are having such quick turnover. Like you're approved, but like we don't really have any dogs that you want. So, because we oh, just okay. <laughs> we just don't want a dog that like our insurance company is going to be mad about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, those I think those are the kinds of dogs that show up the most often at shelters. And just I don't know because the pandemic, everybody wants a dog. So, yeah. Eh. I don't, I don't know if we're going to actually get one like I want one. We've got the house for one. We're like all ready to go, but we seem to not have access to them. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to buy one. Like I'm definitely going to get a rescue dog. But part of the issue is my partner is not very comfortable around dogs. He didn't grow up around them. His family hates dogs, which is a sign that they're not good people. No. (laughs) (laughs) But um it's just because dogs are often in uncomfortable spaces in new york like new york is not an inherently dog friendly space um Mm -hmm. but anyways he really needs to go and spend some time with the dogs to figure out like which ones are comfortable with him because he's heavy footed and there's like all these things that you know we gotta we gotta get the right dog otherwise my partner might decide dogs are not for him at all so Mm -hmm. We can't really do that very easily because of COVID. Like you can't just like go over there and like hang out with the dogs for a few minutes. Like that's not, that's not a pandemic solution to this problem. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but I want some animals that I like voluntarily bring into my house to get rid of the animals. I don't voluntarily bring into the house. (laughs) I mean, we have pets in a sense, but (laughs) I don't want them. <laughs> so. But yeah, do you guys have any pets? I know you live in an apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, my dog, Caleb, who we've had for, uh, he, he just turned 13 this year, so. 
Yeah, right. Caleb and but do you have any like in a cage kind of pets? I don't know why I was thinking that because the mice. I was thinking the freaking mice. Do you have any any pets besides Caleb? Oh no. Um we had um shoot. When Tiffany was living with me, we had her daughters like guinea pigs and hamster. Mm. And that was like okay, so it wasn't so bad because um like so the room that I'm in right now, you know, you know, my my closet that's somehow now my office. This this was this used to be the guinea pigs room. <laughs> um because uh I I baby like not not babysat like pet sat one of her guinea pigs before um and um freaking what like Caleb like we we kept him in the living room and Caleb just whined the whole time because he thought that he was getting a treat and <laughs> and he wasn't <laughs> so it was like for a week straight I just didn't sleep I just had to hear Caleb whining about like like why can't he have this tasty tasty thing and um <laughs> Caleb is a uh, a Norwich Terrier, and I like Wikipedia it real quick, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes too much sense." Norwich Terriers were bred to get rid of rodents. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. So, like, talk about a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time um, Tiffany had moved in, um, like I made sure that they were gonna be gonna have their own space, so that wasn't too much of a like a big deal but mm -hmm. yeah that was I mean the, other than Caleb those were the closest things I had to other types of pets gotcha. <laughs> yeah I've never I've never had any pets like birds or mice um I know Sally um our mutual friend she had guinea pig and I think she had something that was like a hamster I don't know I dropped it once and I never touched it again <laughs> <laughs> I was like anything small I'm going to kill so don't bring it near me it's now your responsibility <laughs> and <laughs> the, the hamster Tiffany had was a little pain in the ass he, he, he liked to escape and um, when I was house sitting for her one time it was actually like around this time last year because it came up in my memories like this thing freaking escaped and I found him in one of the kitchen cabinets but like there's like this little hole where he could go behind the cabinet and I couldn't reach him. And he like, it took me like three days to catch him mm -hmm. finally. But like, he would like go back to his like little, like it wasn't a cage, but you know, like his little cage type of thing. And he'd gather food, then bring it back to the kitchen, <laughs> kitchen cabinet, which is the only way I knew he was there. He like left the, like a pile. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't there yesterday. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and I have this picture of him looking really pissed off when I finally caught him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How big was he? Was he like, did you need two hands to hold him or could you fit him in was, one? He was little. Oh. He was little. That's why he was so like, that's why he was so fast. <laughs> yeah. And he could get away so easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's how these, these damn little mice are. They're so, you just like see them in a blur and then it takes a second and you're like, shit, that was a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. It's kind of weird because like our traps are the ones that they keep getting stuck in, like not the orchid man's. Like they have like the very traditional ones, which I didn't want to buy those because they're, 
not the most humane. So we bought these like super humane ones that you you put peanut butter in to to grab their attention. And mm-hmm. like our traps are so so much more tempting to them. They're they just they cannot resist the peanut butter, which is which is good for me because if they're not going to leave my house voluntarily, they they need to be you know, involuntarily ended. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, it's just weird that like the professional rodent person, like their traps are, I think their traps are more supposed to like surprise catch the guys like while they're running by. Cause they, I mean, they run in like such a fever pace, right? Like they just shoot by and the traps are supposed to be in places that like, you know, along the edge of the main pathways that the, that the mice are using. Um, yeah. But ours is a little bit more like a cheese kind of trap, right? Like it's like to, to entice them in, mm-hmm. but I can't believe that we've, we've had so many of them. Um, I just, I just can't, I cannot, like, why, why? The, the guy that just came, he found another little hole too. So he, he like patched that one up. We had like one hole that the guy last time covered up and we're supposed to put some like chicken wire or something over our dryer vents. Cause that's a place that they could come in theoretically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you buy chicken wire like virtually. <laughs> like, pick. Oh, up- I got some on Amazon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Amazon I think I just searched. For- yeah, I just searched for chicken wire. Yeah, <laughs> came up. Yeah, I I live on like um the fifth floor of my building, and um it just made me nervous. Like that, my balcony railing just made me nervous that like Caleb might be able to squeeze through there, even though like. I don't know. Usually, I think my dog's pretty, like, not dumb, but then other times he proves me wrong. So, <laughs> it was, like, a precaution that, like, I, uh, you know, I covered it up, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's smart. We had a, when, um, the cat that my dad now has, Freya, she, she was, a like, the runt of her loader. She was super teeny tiny. And we had like a dog crate from when I um, had a dog when I was younger. And, you know, she was so young when we first got her, like her eyes were barely opening. Like she really needed to be in a nice safe place where she, you know, she could, there could be no mayhem. And like, it was, it was designed for a very small animal, right? Like, like a puppy. And she freaking squeezed her way out of that. <laughs> like, oh man. She and then she was running havoc and like we were worried because we lived at the time we lived in Ramona and like there you know she was black. She's a black cat and like there are there are all kinds of creatures that might eat her in in Ramona. So my dad ended up like putting he had some like wire from like a art project and he like had to lace the wire all around like in between the actual cage uh, what pieces of metal so that she couldn't squeeze her her body and like, I don't know how she was contorting herself but she, yeah. <laughs> that thing was like no challenge at all for her so <laughs> I totally get the uh we don't want the dog jumping off the building <laughs> and saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you guys yeah, have I've seen, I've seen dogs huh do you guys have an elevator if you're on the fifth floor yeah we do okay yeah 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 i've seen dogs squeeze through some pretty small holes so mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean when these when these creatures are determined to go find something interesting they were you cannot stop them very easily mm. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I dog sat for my my friend when I lived in Virginia, and I can't remember what kind of dog it was. I want to say it was like an Australian something or other, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's not. It wasn't a small dog, but it got out twice through a hole in our fence that couldn't have been more than like five or six inches in diameter i just don't understand <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah no there's a couple of spots in our fence that i'm a little bit nervous about because like it kind of looks like some creature probably like a squirrel or something has like dug under the fence a little bit yeah um so i mean it, it just depends a lot on what kind of dog we get we're not planning to get a really small dog and we're not planning to get uh like a puppy like we're we're kind of thinking somebody who's like five or six years old um mm -hmm. so i mean i'm hoping that their size and stuff they won't be able to do that but i've gotten more nervous because like our neighbor like our neighbors were cool like I, I like our neighbors and everything but then like there's a new neighbor who lives in the same house and i don't know if he was just away for the first few months we lived here or what but he's here now and he smokes and so we see him a lot because he steps outside to smoke. And I think he has a big dog. Mm -hmm. And like the big dog doesn't get with, get along with their little dog. And all oh, that's fine. That's happening in their yard. But there's a piece of our fence that isn't like, I don't know. They like patched the fence with a like regular kind of wire fence. And we mostly have like a six foot tall wooden fence around our yard. But there's like this one patch where it's not like that. and. I'm a little bit worried about whether the patch part of the fence can handle the big dog that they now have and what that's going to look like if we also have a dog. So we Ooh. might have to like talk to our Nate. Like, how do you fix a shared fence? I don't know. This is like too deep into the world of adulting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In over my head. <laughs> so, but... You know, we're gonna we're gonna try to fix the potential bat problem first, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So has anything exciting happened at work for you lately? No. We have mice there too though, so oh. you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not as many mice in my building, I guess, as there are in other buildings, which is apparently a good thing, but mm. I just, <laughs> I've been watching um, YouTube videos of, like, other, like, security guards who work for the same company, because uh, the company I work for, it's, like, one of the big three, like, uh, security companies that, like, that just has been eating all of the other security companies, apparently. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I watch all these YouTube videos of, like, guards and how miserable they are at work. But um, they all seem to have the same complaint of, like, there's either, like, mice or, like, flies or, like, just, you know, pests at their at their job site. And I just don't understand, like, how this is possibly a thing, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe I haven't been in, like, civilian, you know, buildings long enough, but, like... Is that just a thing in, in office buildings to have, like, pests like that? Or or is it just specifically where Allied Universal employs people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I know that like Jeremiah was very blasé about the mice because they're just kind of standard practice in New York City, like apartment buildings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe mice are just like everywhere all the time and I just never noticed. But Oh, I know my high school had rats. Like like um you you mentioned New York City, so I'm just gonna use like New, like New York City sewer rats, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I and I thought I thought people like I thought the teachers were exaggerating that like oh we can't you can't eat in class because we the school has rats. But there was one morning where I I came in early and I saw the janitor like <laughs> hauling out a rat trap with this giant ass rat in it, and I was like oh my god I didn't know rats like that actually existed. I thought they were only on TV. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I have not encountered rats, uh, <laughs> so I guess that's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had, I mean, it's not totally true that none of the places I've lived at had these problems, like in, um, in Tubac, so like we were, I don't know if where we were living, if we were in Tucson or if we were in Phoenix at the time, but my dad was running an archaeology project in Tubac, which is a very small town in southern Arizona. And uh, we were just basically there on the weekends most of the time. So Mm -hmm. we had a trailer that we would live in when we were on site. Because wherever we lived, it was too far to go back and forth. Or like, that didn't make sense. So um, we didn't live in the trailer all the time. And like, as a result, the rodents lived in there when we were not there. (laughs) (laughs) So my, my dad has these stories where he would like, talk about how they would like he would literally see them like on parade like they would be like single filed like not worried about anybody (laughs) i mean i guess i i lived so i lived in that trailer but like not full time right it was a but I, i don't know that was i never saw that or you know i was a kid and didn't didn't notice but I've, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there are fewer of these things in the desert, but maybe, I mean, that was in the desert, so maybe not. Um, but maybe, maybe there's just, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole sub culture, culture, is that the right word? Like whole sub city with all of our cities that are like the rodent cities. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not not loving it. Not my favorite. <laughs> oh. oh, so real quick before uh I know we weren't really talking about teachers, I just briefly mentioned the word teachers, but um apparently um San Diego Unified uh school district is like um I guess they're low on funding, so they're offering uh early retirement to a bunch of teachers who are, you know, eligible for it. So like there, after this winter break, there's like 130 of them that won't be returning to work because they're taking early retirement. But wow, and I guess yeah. So is like, is there anything like that going on at like your school? Like, um, I mean, not at Notre Dame. We're we're very loaded. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we have we have endowments for days, but I mean, there are general like. There are general cost-saving measures that are being employed at my school. I don't know of any um, encouraged retirement. I think we have recently had those kind of programs. 
um, a little bit more in the interest of keeping the faculty fresh than, um, you know, because of costs or, or that kind of those kind of issues. But because um, like we had like five faculty in the philosophy, we're, we're a giant philosophy department. Usually philosophy departments have like three, four, maybe five faculty. Like that would be a lot. Um, we have like 40 faculty members. Mm -hmm. uh, we have like five of them retire while I was, while I, I've been here, which is a lot. So we've been trying to hire to, to compensate and we're still hiring, even though it's a pandemic, even though the world's on fire, even though nothing makes sense and the academy is probably dead. We're still hiring. <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, it's a very just in case. Why? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> no, we're very. It's a very Notre Dame thing to be completely tone deaf to all of the suffering and angst and pain in the world, and to just hire some more. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like how the Navy is like simultaneously having a problem with retention, but also offering people uh, early outs uh, from their contract. So I don't know how the fuck that's working. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think my grandfather got caught in one of these kinds of things, right? When he was civilian Air Force. Um, Oh, yeah, that's probably how he got to retire early. <laughs> it was a sweet deal. He benefited yeah. immensely from it because, like, it worked out for the Air Force if he died early. And he thought he was going to die early. He was very convinced that he wasn't going to live to be an old man. But he definitely lived to be an old man. <laughs> <laughs> so, sucks for the Air Force, but, like, great for him. Good for my family. So, that was that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's it's so crazy the things that are happening right now i've heard of a bunch of departments that are being like shrunk or like severely cut you know like the things are kind of happening in waves and even though like the you know the we've got the vaccine we've got some stuff kind of on the horizon here it's you know it's not the financial implications have been too too serious and i i mean i think we're gonna see a lot of like universities and stuff go under um, mm -hmm. but it, it's just, it's painful and weird to watch. And also this week I had, um, I've applied to four jobs last season. I applied to over a hundred jobs, but you know, this season we've got four and mm -hmm. one of the four looked at my website. So oh, okay. that's your, your Louise Williams.org website or your empowerment through that website <laughs> um my professional website so the oh, okay. Louise, like my academic one um although yeah. that links to empowerment through thought like um i i consider my empowerment through thought an experiment in applied philosophy that's how i pitch it mm -hmm. um so yeah i do not want to have to do a job interview i do not want any of this i want zero of this but <laughs> it looks like it may be coming and it's a uh, it's another school in the midwest so <laughs> yay, oh, yay. More midwest. I, there was a school in the southwest that i was hoping you know of one of the four this is like i'm not gonna get a job not with like four no it's just like this is so unlikely but I was like, well, if any of these do, I hope it's the one that's in the Southwest because that's where I'd like to live. And no, no, it's the one in the Midwest. So, yay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. 
that was stressing me out this week because I was like, oh my God, if I have to like remember how to do a job interview, if I have to remember how any of this works, if I have to like think about how to talk to other philosophers, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing, man. Like I I think I did I tell you I I didn't get uh I didn't get the the management position that I applied for, but I guess uh, I'm just gonna keep applying for other management positions, uh, but I just like don't want to like, and I don't want to interview, and I just don't like, I don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want money, so <laughs> struggle. <laughs> uh, no, it's hard. It's hard to be living in kind of both worlds and be trying to like make enough so that you can do the thing you actually want to do. Um. And, you know, not not throw up every day because you have to face this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's probably a good thing that I didn't get that, that get that position because, um, yeah, those, those I think those hours would have probably killed me because I'm already pretty much dying. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So next next management job, you got to try to shoot for one that's got better hours. Yeah. <laughs> So, but hopefully it'll all work out and you will just get more money for the same level of thing that you're doing right now and you don't have to do anything yucky and I will just be ignored by all of the jobs <laughs> that I applied to, which is what I was expecting. I'm uncomfortable that something different is happening. <laughs> just, just leave me alone. Just let me cry into the abyss as I was planning, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we wrap it up on that <laughs> note? <laughs> yes. Um, if you uh, have any questions or comments, you can <laughs> contact us. <laughs> I probably forget uh, what our email address is. Sailor and... No, is that right? <laughs> Sailor and a philosopher at gmail.com. I think that's right. Okay. <laughs> we check that email so much. <laughs> oh man all right <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's episode we release a new podcast episode every week and be sure to check us out on social media louise is at empowerment through thoughts on uh, instagram and on facebook and you can find beta at to go ashore <laughs>